the Chair 2 Leaders Podcast with your hosts, Danny Smith and Ben South. If you lead from the second chair or you work with those who do, this is a place for you. We're glad you're here for conversations about the church, ministry, life, and how we can serve better for God's kingdom. Well, welcome back to another episode of Chair 2 Leaders. Glad to have you listening in for another episode and time together. Danny, how are you? Hey, Ben, I am doing well. And uh, man, life's chugging along out this way. We're uh, trying to get into summer, but uh, man, we're good. How about you? Finishing up the semester and looking ahead to meetings this summer and camps and all those fun things that come with the hot weather. So we're looking at all those ministry opportunities and they're just right here in front of us. and It'll be here before we know it. Yeah, they really will. You know, we talked a couple of weeks ago about sort of this month of May being kind of that weird month where there's these kind of one off weekends, uh, you know, Mother's Day a few weeks ago. And uh, as we record this, we're kind of looking ahead at Memorial Day weekend. And so you know, kind of getting through May, kind of getting ready for the summer. You mentioned something before we started recording about uh, October just being five months away. And so, yeah, just being able to kind of keep the calendar going, try to uh, keep making these adjustments. You know, our family, we've got um, a big week or two coming up. My, uh, We've got three kids. And so our oldest is graduating high school. So it's our first high school graduate. Um, we'll kind of stair step him out over the next couple of years, but he's the first one and kind of, it's funny. We, uh, we were looking, uh, you know, putting some stuff together for, uh, senior Sunday and all of that stuff. And long story short, it made my wife and I, we were looking at some of our old senior yearbooks and stuff like that. And man, you know, I had this thought, why didn't somebody tell me how terrible I looked, you know? And so who told me to wear that shirt or, uh, you know, and I know it was a, that was a long time ago, but man, it's just fun. And, uh, you know, this is kind of a funny story. We were looking through one of those old senior books where people signed it, you know, and, uh, I don't know how long it's been. I mean, it's, it may have been 20 years since I've seen that book and there were names and signatures and, messages in there from people that I haven't even thought of in 20 or 25 years. And so, yeah, it's a fun time and, uh, you know, getting ready for his graduation and being, we've kind of talked a little bit about these one-off weekends, but, uh, you know, I think one of the most fun parts of every year is the ability to have a senior Sunday or try to honor some graduates. And so I thought we would talk a little bit about today, um, what does that look like for your church, for your ministry, and how can you do that well? Yeah, I think that's an important thing to to make sure you recognize that milestone in the lives of your students, because it's not just the students. It's important milestone in the lives of uh, the families, the parents, the church, because there's, there's big changes getting ready to happen and for all those things. So there's a lot of ways you can can prioritize that. So let's talk first about what are some ways that you have seen churches that honor graduates, things they do well. Yeah, you know, um, I, I do like when churches can bring the kids up in front of um, everybody and really recognize it. I think making a big deal of it is a big thing. And so a couple of things I've seen done well over the years. One is uh, just bringing the kids up and, and then 
presenting the kids something, whether that is some type of new Bible, whether it's uh, even some type of, uh, of, of gift card or maybe monetary gift, something that says, hey, not only do we see it and not only do we recognize the accomplishment you're making, your family, but we also as a church understand that we have a responsibility to help you transition well, to move from this stage of life to the next stage of life. And maybe that's an area that that we can talk through of uh, what that transition can look like. But um, I know when I graduated high school, they brought us up in our cap and gowns, like it was very formal. Um, uh, you know, I don't know that you have to necessarily be super formal, but I think there is a dedicated time and space in a service that says, we want to call you by name, let you understand that we see that significance and want to be a really communicate well uh, the need to help you uh, transition into that next stage. I mean, it's a little bit like saying, hey, you can always come home. You know, you can always come back to the place that you grew up. But I think the churches that have done it well are the ones that make a big deal of it. Yeah, and there are a lot of things you can do. I've, I've, you know, through social media, especially in the last days as we're in the graduation season, I've seen a lot of churches doing these things, you know, luncheons that they do with the families and the graduates after they recognize them in church is a great way to do that. Um, I've seen a, a friend of mine whose church, they let the seniors all put up like tables, display tables in the foyer of the church with pictures and, you know, rewards, things they've done, what's gone on in their life, recognizing this event. I saw someone else online um, a couple weeks ago. They talked about how one of the things they did with their graduates, and this is a great idea. I'd never heard this before, that they would have journaling Bibles that they would purchase for the students and to give to them, but they would put them out in the foyer of the church for a week or two beforehand and allow church members to come in and highlight verses, write comments, write words of encouragement in the margins of that journaling Bible for the student. I thought that was a real neat way for the church to really pour into the students and kind of make that a special spiritual touch for them. So I like that. One of the things our church does, we started several years ago, we have a, a back driveway that had no planning. So we started every year, we put a tree out with the graduating class and kind of have built that as a kind of an honor of them each year. And so there are a lot of those type of little things you can do to make the day special for graduates and even beyond the slideshow or the pictures in the worship center or uh, just giving them something on stage or a gift bag or whatever, there are ways you can make it a special day and a big day for them to celebrate. Yeah, I had a conversation with my son recently and, you know, kind of he he's just sort of typical 18 year old boy. He he's fine either way. Like, son, do you want to do this? Ah, whatever you want to do. I, it doesn't matter to me. He just wants to graduate. He doesn't care about all the the circus around it. And uh, we made the joke like, well, son, we do care about the circus. It, it is about us. I think there's a way in this also recognizing that family to, uh, to, to make sure that they know, Hey, great job raising your kids, man. This is a big, big accomplishment. And, uh, but something being that also, uh, that, that maybe I didn't know until this year when I had one is, you know, there are kids graduating in your community that may not have a church that may not have, um, even that many people to send an invitation to, um, you know, we, we had a situation where, uh, my daughter, who's a freshman in high school, got a couple of graduation invitations from some of her friends who were seniors and um, not saying they didn't have other invitations to give out. But uh, I think sometimes, too, this is a really neat opportunity for a church 
to minister to their community. Because if you hear about some kids that maybe don't have people sending them cards, maybe there's not much of a family structure, maybe there's not much celebration, invite them in and let them be a part of that senior Sunday, because it could be a great way to minister to and reach out to some of those families and kids in your community that maybe there is no transition plan. There is no structure in place to help them out. Have you seen um, any, uh, which brings up a good point, because sometimes there's people in your church that are not real faithful. Maybe they're not real active, but when it's time for Senior Sunday, they want their child to, to be recognized. Um, what, what kind of experience have maybe you had with that? I know we've had a little bit of experience with it, but um, any any words of uh, to those youth ministers sitting out there going, oh, no, how do I handle this situation? Well, here's how we handle it, and, and different churches are going to have to handle it in different ways. You know, in a larger congregation, it's, you're going to have to be a little more careful, maybe a little more open in some ways. So what we do is we say, hey, we're doing graduation recognition on this Sunday. If you're graduating this year and you'd like to be included, contact us so that it's not a, hey, we forgot to include somebody. We kind of put the onus back on them. Um, and most, you know, of course, they're announcing it in student ministries and those kind of things to remind them. Um, so it's, if they didn't come, it's not on us because it's it's their responsibility. Uh, but I think there are um, this is an opportunity to really kind of err on the side of grace and caution and really recognize this because the students specifically are getting ready to go through a real transition time and a period when a lot of students well, statistics tell us that if they're not as plugged into the church or connected, they're going to leave the church at this this juncture of their life, most likely, or at least very likely. So th this is an opportunity to reach out minister, like you were saying. And so I think you, you reach out to, and I was just, while you were talking, I was thinking, you know, for especially a, a minister in a smaller community who maybe has a smaller, um, you know, area high school, if you're in a big city with multiple high schools or large classes, you might not be able to do this, but if you've got smaller groups of people, I mean, use that graduation opportunity just to reach out to, all the those who are graduating and let your church, you know, send them, a, send every one of the seniors a small gift, send it to them, see, work with the school and see if there's some way you can give them a gift, it, you know, give it to them at graduation rehearsal or something that you can just make a touch with those families and those homes um, and, and those students to let them know you care. And I think that's, it's an opportunity to minister. And I think smaller churches in smaller communities, at least would have, a greater possibility of, of leveraging this moment for those students. Cause you're not going to have the hundreds and hundreds of students that are graduating. In high school. I think there were 600 or so students in our local high school, one of the local high schools where we have students. And so there's not really a feasible practical way for us to, to send a gift or do something for all 600 students, plus all the other districts around where we have students. But if you're in a small community that all your students are primarily in one school, you've got it's, it's a smaller place. There's a great opportunity there to like just take on that whole senior class every year. Do something for all of them. Do a senior Sunday. Invite them all to come. Do a lunch. Um, recognize all of them or give a gift to all of them. That would be a great opportunity to uh, to just a touch at this critical moment in the lives of those students. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. There's a way to really encompass your community here and show um, a great way to love the students and the families in your communities. Cause as we all know, right. We're, you know, being you and I were, you know, many, many years past our high school graduation. 
And we know that life is about to come at you fast, right? Uh, there's a running joke that uh, that a coworker has. He taught high school for years. And he's like, I used to tell all our seniors, congratulations, the easiest thing you'll ever do in your life just happened. And uh, now he's a bit more cynical uh, about it. But, uh, you know, he brings up sort of a good point. Uh, and I think that is why the after high school years are so very, very important. Certainly the pre-high school graduation years are, are very important as well. But these kids now are they're trying to figure out what what are the next steps. Some of these kids are moving off to go to college. Some are going into the workforce. When I pastored near you, Ben, we had kids that uh, being in a smaller, smaller community that uh, some were getting married not long after high school graduation. Maybe that doesn't happen as quite as much as it used to, but man, they really are asking those questions, at least internally. What am I going to do next? And really that idea of, of really who am I now? Like, what does it mean to be who I am now that I can go storm beaches if I'm 18 or, you know, get married or whatever it may be? And so I think it's a real opportunity for the church to see this as, hey, we recognize it, but also an awareness of we've got to have a plan for these kids and these families. Because you may, uh, on the flip side of that, have some mom and dads that, you know, I got my first one graduating, but I still have two kids left at home. This could be empty nest. Now, all of a sudden, you might need to focus on some marriage counseling and marriage development because maybe they've not over the years developed that marriage like they should. So I think this graduation really crystallizes kind of a convergence of uh, of life where um, there's a lot of different facets about to happen. And we want to make sure that as a church, we don't only recognize it, but have an awareness of how are we going to disciple these students? How are we going to disciple these families? How are we going to disciple our community? And graduation is just such an easy way to keep that in focus. It's such a, it's such a uh, snapshot uh, of where a lot of people are in your life. And, uh, you know, here's the other thing. I think, too, graduation is a great time to remember, hey, what about the graduate from last year that has struggled or two years ago that has struggled? They've not taken off like they think they thought they would. I think this time of year is a great time just to sit back and be reminded, hey, who needs some extra care? Who needs some more development? Who needs more discipleship? Um, and you know what, who fell through the cracks, like the kids that graduated two, three years ago, where are they at now? What are we doing to continue to reach out to them? Um, but for this current graduating class, yeah, I, I think make a big deal of it. I love what you're saying with, uh, the community and then, uh, helping, helping them think through the next steps being correct me if I'm wrong. I think, uh, I, I think there's some, I've seen an emphasis of some churches, of, Hey, give us your first year out of high school. Um, go on the mission field for a year, then come back and go to college. And I may have that backwards. And if I do, I apologize. But I, I think it is. It's the most free time that you have. Like, what can you do to leverage now this new freedom for the kingdom of God? Yeah, I don't know if I have seen it in out of high school. I know I've seen it out of college age. You know, there gets get difficulty with scholarships and some of those things if you skip going into college. But I do think you hit on and something. To be fair, here. not to interrupt, but to be fair, I am in a very um, Mormon area, and maybe 
I might be thinking of their strategy. So I, again, let's let's put some caveats. I'm not a- advocating uh, for that uh, two year mission there. Well, I think there's some benefits of it, but I don't know if it's right after high school is the best time for everybody. But I think some could and should. Um, but you know, you were talking about this transition. Those who didn't transition well, or maybe have kind of fallen through the cracks. So let's move from honoring graduates and recognize them to, okay, how do we send them off well? How do we keep them connected? Because that's one of the things I think you as a, a minister and the chair too, and especially if you're in college or student ministries, that you can help them transition well. You know, if you know your student is leaving your town, if it's a small community and they're going to the university across the state, well, Find someone to connect them with there because they're not going to know anybody. They may know their roommate and they may know one or two students from their school who go there, but they're going out into a world where they're going to have to build new connections, new relationships, new friendships, new patterns, new habits, new lifestyle of living. So help them connect there with some people who are solid, who are biblically grounded, who will help keep them close to the faith. So there are collegiate ministries. A lot of those major universities or even smaller universities, there are uh, collegiate ministries that will help keep those students connected, go ahead and help bridge that gap to them. Know who the collegiate ministers are in those cities so you can connect your student with that place. Find some churches there. Say, hey, here's some churches you need to go check out when you get to college. Call that minister and say, hey, I've got you know Johnny. He's coming up there to go to the university, go to school for the next few years. I'd love for you to reach out to him, connect with him. Um, it helped bridge that gap for them because for a lot of kids coming out of high school, they've never had to go look for a church before. Mom and dad have always done it. They've they've never had to make the decision, or am I going to go to the church um, on their own? And so help bridge that gap to make a connection for them on the other side already so that they are able to um, just transition well to that place. Yeah, and I think the parents will really appreciate that as well because they're trying to figure it out too. They're trying to move out of uh, kind of what I say goes into more of a consultant role as a parent, uh, and graduation kind of signifies that. That really is appreciative when a minister goes to bat to say, hey, listen, I don't know if he's thought about where he's going to be at, but here's some friends, and I hope it's okay. I sent an email or I made a phone call, or if it's okay, I will do that for you. Um, it's really appreciative because, again, parents are trying to figure out those next steps for not only their life, but for their kids' lives as well. Um, You know, for me, um, I ended up going over to uh, Central Baptist College, which, Ben, uh, you know, as a side note, uh, is our sponsor for this podcast. And if I could just say, they are uh, our sponsor. Uh, If you go to cbc.edu, you can find out all kinds of information about Central Baptist College. You can find out about academics, degree programs, financial aid, uh, housing. You can find out more about how to apply. You can reach out to an admissions counselor. They will contact you. You can set up a tour. cbc.edu is going to give you all the information about Central Baptist College. Uh, It's right there at your fingertips. We encourage you to go check it out. Uh, cbc.edu. We're glad for their sponsorship. Now, as back to what you were saying previously scheduled programming (laughs) back to previously scheduled yeah if you can make those calls and be in a be a resource for those students and those families because they are at least again trying to figure out how do we how do we make this bridge how do we bridge this gap well we see it a lot of times when uh babies are born 
you know, there's a shower, they're preparing, they're getting, you know, here's what you're going to need. Well, it's kind of the same thing in graduation. Hey, what do I need for the next steps to succeed well? Well, you haven't maybe thought about this, but you got to find a church. And, and that may not be as easy as you think it is. And this can be so overwhelming. Um, listen, you could be going to the community college down the street where, you know, there's three buildings, but it doesn't matter. It's all overwhelming because now you are responsible for some action. So this is a great time. Um, and if I could say to maybe youth ministers to really transition your relationship with those students um, to, uh, you know, as they kind of move into adulthood, again, let's do this because I told you to, because I'm the adult and more of a peer-to-peer relationship. Let me help you with this. How can I help you with this? What is it that you're struggling with? What is it that you're looking for? What is it you hope to accomplish there? What do you want to do? How can I be a help and a resource? Now, I probably would rapid fire all those questions in one lunch setting with them because they're already overwhelmed. But again, just learning to ask those kind of questions um, of how to help them out. So I, I think it's a great point. And um, yeah, I think, again, it's an opportunity to revisit those kids that graduated in the last few years to see how they're doing as well. Yeah. So, you know, when you're listening to this, you've probably already passed the graduation recognition time, but it's not too late to help them transition, help them connect. And then I, I think even going into the fall semester, don't just drop them. Give them a call every month. Send them a code, a card. Say, hey, I hope you're connecting. I hope you're doing this. Remind them and help them just transition well and get into that pattern of faithfulness um, because there's going to be a lot of things and a lot of other things and ungodly things competing for their attention and their time. So we need to help push them toward those things that will be an eternal value for them versus just uh, the here and now and getting through college. Yeah, that's right. And if I could add just one more small thing to that, I think like parents, it's okay saying, hey, they may find another church where they may eventually raise their family and where they they may not come home to your church. They may end up at another church, potentially across town or across the state. Celebrate that. Um, and help them understand that you love them and, uh, you know, that, yeah, just help them get to that point where they're making those good godly decisions in their own life and as far as that may take you. That's right. Well, Danny, thanks for joining the conversation, Dave. Enjoyed talking with you. And if you're listening today, go honor the graduates and help them connect, help them transition well, connect them with another church or collegiate ministry and, you know, follow up with them, make sure they're doing it. Well, for Danny, I'm Ben. Hope you have a great day and we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to Chair 2 Leaders. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates, and make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to Chair 2 Leaders wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.